Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. How are you this week? Great. Yeah? Uh-huh. Any more anxiety from your upcoming film that has just been wrecking your entire life? Yeah, um, that's pretty much all I think about <laughs> 24-7. Yeah? Um, stupid cat. Wow. Um, wow. I, wow. What? Hi, Sookie. We do love you. Sookie was scratching my couch, and I called her stupid, because <laughs> she's stupid sometimes, because she's a cat. This happens. Um, yeah, pretty much there's new clips that come out every day, and then I have more panics, mm-hmm. and you know, I just make up more theories in my brain about how everyone I love is going to die, and right. it's just it's a great, just joy living in my brain right now is great. I would imagine it is. If I if you see me and I have, you know, giant bags under my eyes, those are from I blame the Russo brothers on the on the <laughs> under eye bags. Thank you very much, sirs. Yeah. Cuz you wake up in a in a uh, panicked sweat in the middle yeah, of the night around screaming. Around 4 a.m. Not like, screaming, but I do wake up around 4 no, a.m. No, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he can't die. He's he, tried. He'll be fine. No. My fears are Iron Man. Tony, Steve, and Clint's family. Those are my main three fears. The families. Clint. St- well, Steve's family Clint's is already family. dead. Steve's family. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. I know. I'm They've worried passed. about Tony. Uh, yeah. Steve. Tony's family is dead as well. You don't have to worry about that as but well. But not Pepper. Oh, I'm yeah. worried about Pepper, too. You should be worried about Pepper. Somebody might take her away from him. <laughs> no, let's not talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to be too stressed out. <laughs> Let's talk about how we actually did something other than record a podcast this week. How we did something other than? Yeah, because we went to the movies last weekend. We did. Uh, it was so much fun. Yeah. I would be dead in... I'd give myself a half hour after eating. The- <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? You have to tell them what we saw. We saw A Quiet Place. <laughs> and uh, This is a flatulence joke. It is a flatulence joke. But uh, apparently there's been things said about how you would stop that. So, like, if you had a cough, you would grab a pillow and cough into the pillow. And obviously you would do the same thing if you had to cough out of the other end of your body. (laughs) And uh, my only problem with that is then you have to sleep on that there pillow after you've crop dusted it. You gotta make sacrifices. I feel like maybe you have a designated pillow for that. (laughs) You think so? I mean... It is like, you know, aliens came. It's not like you had a chance to go and run off to Bed Bath and Beyond and get yourself a special extra thick <laughs> butt trumpet pillow. But I have so many pillows. I feel like one would be fine. Yeah. One of them would work. <laughs> um, well, you're set. <laughs> I, yeah, but I'm a girl. I don't fart, obviously. Uh-huh. That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie was, I'm going to give it a four out of five stars. It was very good. It was. A I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to spill people. It was a remaking of horror. Mm-hmm. I felt. I felt very. I felt like it was happy. like the same movie as another movie I've seen, but I'm not going to say what it is because it'll just give it away. Oh, so. Interesting. I told you about it. I told you what I thought it felt like—a combination of two movies. It's almost been a week. Oh, I you know it's gone. Yeah, between work and other things, my Bye. brain just can't hold it all. I'm sorry. Bye. 
I also saw Isle of Dogs on Saturday with my friend Lisa, and that was really fun. Yeah. That was, that's a Wes Anderson movie with stop motion animation or claymation or something like that. I don't know. Cool. Um, but Jeff Goldblum was a dog, and that was fun. Yeah. As well as Edward Norton and Scarlett Johansson. They were all dogs, too? Brian Cranston. Yeah. Was everybody a dog? Everyone was a dog except for the humans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't remember. Greta Gerwig was a human. A claymation human? Yes. Okay. I mean, the whole movie was animation. Okay. Very nice. And the people were voicing their characters. Their characters, right. And there was, and it was uh, mostly, a lot of it was in Japanese, which was fun, without subtitles. And that was fun for me, because I was, like, practicing what I knew. So that was fun. And did you get it all? No, because I talk really fast. Oh. And I'm not that skilled. You're not that fluent? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah. So what are we talking about this week, Brad? We are talking about... The Parent Trap. Again? Again. Well, sort of again. Yeah. It is the remake from... 1998. Thank you very much, because I did not remember that. (laughs) And it stars a very young... Baby Lindsay Lohan. Baby Lindsay Lohan. It is her first movie. So many freckles. She has a lot of little freckles. Yes. She's very cute and little in this movie. And her hair is so red. Indeed. It's like amazingly red. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder if they dialed that up at all or if that was all natural. Probably natural because she was like nine or something. My sister Jenny has very red hair that's beautiful and still super red even Mm -hmm. though she's in her 20s. I mean, Lindsay Lohan started dyeing her hair in her teen years, so. Oh, so she killed it. She, she still had, I think she still had her normal red hair in Mean Girls. Yeah. And then she, I think she's been blonde and brown and black haired at some point. Well, so. you know, that's something that women like to do. Yeah, I started dyeing my hair when I was like 13 or 14. Do you remember what your natural hair color is? Yeah, it's blonde. Is it? Yeah. Is it still blonde? Yeah, it's just darker blonde. It was like bright Daenerys Targaryen blonde when I was a baby. Oh, was my like hair was super blonde when I was something. young too. Yeah. I think there's a picture my aunt took of me when, that, when they... <clears throat> they used to take me to the zoo. And, of course, that's in the summer most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. So my aunt and uncle had a picture of me uh, at the zoo. I was happy, of course, because by the animals. And um, there is a halo of reflected sunlight around my head because my hair was so blonde. Yeah, I have a bunch of... I actually have a picture at the zoo like that, too, yeah. from when I was like four or five. I miss that hair color. Yeah. Now it's all dirty, browny looking. Yeah, that's what mine is now, which is why I dye it. I'm I actually going to go dye it on Saturday. I wonder if I went in the sun long enough, it would go back to its It doesn't work. previous wonder. It does not work. Not at all? Nope. Bummer. At least not for dirty blonde like me. Wow. Or dishwater blonde, as I so affectionately call it. It is called dishwater blonde. Uh-huh. Which is why I started dyeing it, because I'm like, I don't want to have dishwater blonde hair. That's gross. It did not suit me well. Didn't like it? No. So then I started dyeing it red. <laughs> You'd rather be platinum? I'd rather, if I'm going to be blonde, I'd rather be like golden platinum blonde. Yeah. Atomic blonde? Atomic blonde, if mm. you will. Because her so hair I was be very a, blonde. a spy also. Well, who doesn't want to be a spy? Exactly. I'll take everything from the spy world minus the murder, please. I don't want to <laughs> die. Oh, so you don't want to be the one dying. Definitely not. Do you want to be the one killing? I don't know how I feel about that right now. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a tough call to make. All right. We won't discuss it. You know, because then I'd have to actually go into that brain space. 
I won't I won't put you in that brain yeah. space. So this movie begins with lots of montages mm-hmm. of weddings and singing the song. I don't know what the song's called. Just the L, the spelling out the word love song. Okay. How's it go? I don't remember. Do you not really not remember? Or are you trying to make me sing? I really don't remember. <laughs> what are the words? What are the lyrics? L is the way you look tonight. Okay, I remember. I'm oh, okay. I don't know the rest yeah, of the words. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's all you get. <laughs> Very good. So, yeah, we see all these people, these beautiful little wedding montages on a cruise ship, and then we see... A cruise ship? Yeah, they're on a cruise ship. It's a cross-ocean liner. <laughs> the QE2. Don't diminish it. <laughs> is that less, or is that more intense than a cruise ship? Yeah, because it's a mode of travel. I thought it a takes cruise ship you like, was, too. It takes you like four weeks to cross the Atlantic, I think. Oh, I don't know. Thank you, Mr. Technical. I think I don't know. I'm basing that on container ships at the moment. I have no I, I have zero <laughs> boat related knowledge. I don't know how fast they go. I know the Titanic probably went a bit fast for its rudder, and we all know how that ended. Yeah. True. Leonardo DiCaprio had to sink to the bottom of the ocean because he was dead. He did indeed. Um so yeah, we see these two people get a get married and then take a wedding photo and you know, probably the mom and dad of the story. You think? Probably. Maybe. Um, and then we just go right into 11 years, nine months later. Yep. At Camp Walden. Is that the same camp from our original? No. No? Okay. Don't worry. I have so many fun facts. So many fun facts. <laughs> like, I was putting them all in, and I was like, Jesus, stop. There's so many facts. Stop with the facts. Are they all fun, or are some of them just plain old facts? Uh, kind of, probably a combo. Okay. Any sad Brad, facts? Everything I say is fun. Of course. Um, I don't think there were any. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do have a really sad fact. Way to go, Stephanie. Well, I'm make just, sure you lead that one off so we I'm can. Gonna, can I just say it now? Sure, let's go. So I was looking up Natasha Richardson, who plays the mom in this movie. Mm-hmm. She actually died in like oh, no. 2008 or 2006. I didn't write down her age. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I did know. not know that. Super sad. She was in a skiing accident and she died. Ouch. Yeah. Super sad. Well, you know. Sorry, sad, super sad fact, but let's get it out of the way. Yeah. So let's She celebrate. obviously didn't follow the most basic rule of skiing. Which is don't die. No. Go down the hill really fast. When there's a tree in your way, turn. Let's not make a joke about it. It's not. Well, it's a reference to another movie. Oh. It's the same advice that's given to a certain character twice. Once by someone who doesn't know how to ski, and then once by someone who knows how to ski, <laughs> which uh, made it funny. Well, let's just celebrate her very funny and cute performance in this movie. Yes. R.I.P. Natasha. I was kind of wondering what she was up to these days. I didn't realize it was yeah. just, you know. I forgot about that. I like, knew it in the back of my mind, and then I was looking up IMDb stuff, and I was like, oh, shit. That's sad. Yeah. Well, now that that's out of the way, let's have some fun. Yes. So we're at camp now, which is more fun. There was some kind of funny banter going on with everyone getting to camp. I heard these girls being like, OMG, my phone doesn't even work out here. How are we going to (laughs) live? That was amusing to me. But also, like, it's 1998, so what are you doing on your phone besides making phone calls? You You could text. Could you? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But it probably cost a dollar per text. <laughs> it was it was charged per text message, yeah. yes. 
Which it still can be today if you happen to catch one of those lucky plans. It doesn't have it all linked in there. True. There's there's just lots of shenanigans going on. There's a boy there that's at camp. He just somehow got there. I thought this was a camp for boys. (laughs) There's some duffel bag issues because everyone's just piling their duffel bags everywhere. Mm -hmm. We meet tiny, tiny Lindsay Lohan. She tells some girls that she lives in Napa with her dad where they own a vineyard. Also, just fun fact, Janice from Friends is one of the camp counselors. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even know this. <laughs> Probably because she's not talking like Janice. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, my God. You're twins. <laughs> oh, yes. I know who you're talking about yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> she was the one that kind of led them to the isolation place. And then another tiny British, lo- another tiny Lindsay Lohan appears and she is British. Uh-huh. She has longer hair and is very proper, and her and her driver, Martin, do a very fun little handshake thingamajig. Yeah. Talk about up in the stakes for trading spots oh, in this yeah. movie. Like, it is... Uh, it's some excellent the theme music, too. It did have some good theme music. The handshake was very intricate with many parts yep. and a hip bump. A couple hip bumps. A couple hip bumps, some dancing. It's very yep. intense. Some hands on hands, some slaps, <laughs> some spinning around, and We're it all ends with a handshake. We're recreating it right now. You can't see, listeners, but we just did the whole thing. Yep, and it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> we screwed it all up. <laughs> Too many parts. At the mess hall, they're both at the food table at the same time, but they're on opposite sides of another camp counselor. She offers one of them strawberries, and she says she's allergic and then she runs away. Right. And then she offers the second one. She turns to the other, to her left or whatever. And, and says, she says she's allergic. Yeah. And she's like, what? You just told me that. Yep. <laughs> or she says, yes, dear. You just said that. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? Um, the British one challenges the Californ- California. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're from California. The Californians. Hey, man. Going to hang ten. That's the word, right? Yeah, dude. Dude. Super gnarly. Brah. You want to go hit the waves? I just wanna... Shred some pipes. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to, they go, they go to fence off against each other and they both have their masks down. Yep. Also, I never had fencing at camp. This is bullshit. I've never been to camp. Well, except for that one time. But that was more of a Bible camp. Okay. I did Bible camp too. Okay. Maybe it was two times. Possibly three. I don't remember. It was <laughs> I went a long to time ago. a lot of camps. Science Center camp, Girl Scout camp, grade school camp, Bible camp. Did you go to fencing camp? No. Well, there's your problem. But this is generic camp. I should have gotten to fence at generic camp. This was, this was fighting 101, super defensive in the proper way where you have to slap somebody with a gauntlet first camp. Clearly. Well, I feel cheated yeah. by my camp experience. I'm sorry. Would you have enjoyed fencing? Yes, it looks awesome. Yeah. They had some slick moves, did yeah. they not? So the Californian falls into, <laughs> we'll learn their names eventually. <laughs> they're the same names from the original movie. No, they're not. They're not? No. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because they're named after different people in this movie. Okay. They're like homages to people. Gotcha. Homage. Homage. Um, so yeah, the one falls into the water. The Californian falls into the water, and then she pulls the British one in, and then they both take their masks off and go to shake hands, and right. boom! Oh my god. Oh my god, they're the same. Well, another case of those camp lookalikes. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. 
they're all kind of being they're being jerks to each other. And then the British one says, I have class and you don't. Yep. And the Californian is like, why I oughta. <laughs> like she literally said those words. Yeah, of course. I thought that was very funny. It's the best. Back in the cabins, they're gambling as young girls do. Yes, I do believe the butler. <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat. Ribbit. Um, the driver actually had said, uh, or sorry, the butler. Susan I'm gonna call and him Sharon the butler. Were the original ones. Oh, okay. Sorry. He uh, said, "Hope maybe you'll find somebody that can beat you at poker." So. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, I missed that. So that was, that was your um. Chekhov's poker. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, no Callback. Okay, so at some point we find out their names. The Californian. Is- so when we were watching the movie, did you laugh because of Chekhov's thing at that one scene that you know I'm going to talking about with the you know nail? And yes. Okay. Because in my I, head I said it's Chekhov's nail. Because <laughs> I was like, that's going to come back. Very nice. <laughs> Spoilers, maybe. So uh, were we? Very vague spoilers. Uh, so Annie is the British one. Yep. And Hallie is the Californian. You're right. So they're definitely not the same names. Yes, because Susan and Sharon were yeah. the other ones. Oh, uh, I should have known that because we had so many sh problems yeah. with the last episode. We couldn't get it right. <laughs> Susan and Shara. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hallie challenges Annie. She comes in like all badass in a little leather jacket and sunglasses and slings her money on the table. Yep. All those um, quarters. All those quarters. Man, give me those quarters. I could use them for laundry. Hallie wins, so they bet something. But and Jump Annie, into the lake, butt naked. Thank you. You're very welcome. So Annie does that. She does. And then while she's in the lake, they steal her clothes and run away. But they leave her shoes. Well, how considerate. Well, this way she didn't have to walk on rocks all the way back to the room. It's a nice gesture, I think. Yeah, I guess. If I'm going to walk around butt naked, having shoes would be nice. Especially at camp. Excuse me. I suppose. You know, don't want a tick in the foot. <laughs> I had shoes on at camp, and I still got lots of ticks on my feet. Well, I'm sorry. This is why camp scarred me for life. I had a tick experience. Yeah? Where I came home from camp, and I had 20 ticks. So you have 20 little scars on you? I do. Ha-ha! I could show you a bunch of the ones on my arm. No, nah, it's all right. This is a... This is a a, uh, oh, it's audio. Audio podcast. <laughs> Trust me, friends. <laughs> the war between the two girls begins. Annie puts Hallie's beds on the roof of their cabin. Hallie and her bunkmates. How they did that, I will never know. Disney magic. Hey, you don't have to know how they built the pyramids to know it happened. You don't have to know how they put the beds on the roof as children that are 11 years old to know that how it happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's magic. Aliens did it. Whatever the case may be. It happened. Yeah, I found myself being way too logical while I was watching this movie and having some <laughs> problems suspending my disbelief. How can an 11-year-old <laughs> put the bed on the roof? What would really throw you is to know that the lifespan of the Egyptians back when the pyramids were made would have made them all very young, too, and they happened to move multi-ton rocks. They were trained from quarries for that, weren't they? That were nowhere near where these pyramids are built. True. Explain that one. When you do it's some... aliens. It's aliens. Okay. I'm just saying it right now. It's aliens. It's got to be, right? Aliens. Or the dinosaurs were still alive, and they used, like, brontosauruses to pull them. Oh, cute. How about that? 
That's adorable. Isn't it? So now we get to kind of the OG parent trap cabin disaster. Did you know that Brontosaurus has worked for lettuce? Cool, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Trying trying to move us along here. Come on. I had to make a vegetable money joke. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, So Hallie gets Annie back by putting twine and whipped cream and chocolate and honey and other gross stuff all over her well gross in the in how they were displayed i don't think the one girl was whipped cream i think it was actually shaving cream shaving cream okay because whipped cream would have melted that's that's a good point um there's just lots of intense booby traps going around water balloons etc um they all wake up and they're just like yep only more british well at least one of them And of course, there's a surprise inspection of for the course. cabin. This time, no dance involved. No. Uh, Hallie's trying to prevent the counselor from going inside because she has a bucket of chocolate suspended over the front door. Yep. Um, Is it chocolate or pudding? It looks like melted chocolate, but it could have been It came pudding. in huge cans. It's probably pudding then. It may have been pudding. Oh. Or it could have been, oh, it could have been chocolate syrup, you know, that we used yeah. to make like, you know, yeah, because probably a big vat of melted chocolate would probably harden after uh-huh. overnight. So it was probably chocolate syrup. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm, I want some pudding. That was the exit gag Word. for when the girls would have left the cabin. Yes, exactly. They would have gotten chocolated. Um, but instead, the camp counselors go in after Annie encourages them to because she knows that it's there and wants to get Hallie in trouble. Uh-huh. And both the counselors get dunked on and flail around and... Slide across the floor. Slide across the floor. Because they put down vegetable oil on the floor to make it really slippery. Ah. I remember that now, too. You're so smart. You, like, were really into this scene and all of the details. All the gags. <laughs> Humans the best. And then they turn, uh, they flip a switch, and then the fan comes on, and then feathers. Because they're on top of, of the fan lights, yep. Stephanie. I, oh, I know. They chocolated and feathered them. They did. Chocolated. Chocolated and feathered feathered Mm -hmm. them. (laughs) So now they're in trouble. Yep. And they all walk across the camp to the isolation cabin, but there's no whistling this time. There is no whistling, but they are all are in formation. Instead of being in two lines, they're in three lines, and they're still doing that arm wave thingy. Yeah, but to no music. So what's even the point? I don't. They were also why make the entire camp go follow them. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah, in the first movie, they were just doing it because it they funny. wanted to see it. Yeah. yeah. And this time it was they were doing it because they were ordered it to. It seemed it like they had to go. Like. Yeah. <laughs> During a rainstorm with the windows open, Hallie has trouble closing her window, so Annie goes to help her. And then now they magically love each other. Well, it's because, you know, the pictures flew off the wall. It's just how it goes. Only one got wrecked. And it was Leo. Leo DiCaprio. My boy Leo. Who's Leo? How do you not know who Leonardo DiCaprio is? What kind of oh, teenager are you? He's the one that dies in Titanic. Hey, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, we did. <laughs> did you, was that intentional or just a happy coincidence? That's just a happy coincidence. Love it. Um, they start getting into their family stuff. They discover they both like Oreo and peanut butter, which is weird. Gross. Hey, you only say that because you might have an allergic reaction to nuts, but. <laughs> True. I've never tried it. Makes me want to try it. 
Because I do like peanut butter. I'm sure it's good if you like those two flavor com- combinations. But and you won't die from trying it. I will die, probably. Yeah, we don't want well, you to die. Well, I wouldn't die. die. I would just not feel great. And also, I think the taste of peanut butter is disgusting. So. And then, for the first time in Stephanie's life, she might play that mystical instrument she never plays. <laughs> the butt trumpet. No, that's not the reaction. <laughs> it's the other way that it happens. Oh, you vomit. Yes. Hooray. Um, they find out they have the same birthday. Oh my god, how weird is that? Hallie just isn't getting it. <laughs> like, I think Susan didn't get it either. Right. Um, and the other one has to be like, hello, like, you don't have a mom, I don't have a dad. Yeah. Hello. And in this one, instead of having beautiful headshots of their parents, they both have a half-ripped photo of their parent, other parent. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she and Annie does say the same thing as Sharon, which is, how can you think about your stomach at a time like this? Yeah, because she also wanted ice cream, didn't uh-huh, she? She did. <laughs> but this um, time they were still in the isolation cabin, which would have been a much longer walk to get the yeah. ice cream. As we pointed out, it seemed like they were very close again, suddenly, to the regular camp after the very long trek that they walked us through in the original no, movie. No, I think this one they were still way out there. Yeah, and this one they seemed farther out. But yes, as Brad said, they each have half a photo from the cruise sh- ship, whatever it's Lolly called. Lollipop. It's the QE2. The QE2. <laughs> the Queen Elizabeth 2. Thank you. <laughs> and they put the photos together. And oh my God. Uh, it's each a half of the whole. Oh my God. <laughs> and then they find out they both have lockets. Yes. Each with it's their initial so magical. On I know. One of them says, we're like sisters. And they say, we're like twins. Weird. So Hallie comes up with a brilliant plan to switch places. Mm-hmm. And then we get a fun montage. I enjoy the montages. Montages are the best. Um, of learning all the family members and the house layouts. Yep. The fancy handshake. Yeah. Um, and then they realize that Hall- or, you know, Hallie has much shorter hair. Right. So she has to cut Annie's hair. Yep. Um, and there's a hole she's ready to cut and she closes her eyes. She's yeah. Like, you don't close your eyes. <laughs> and, and Annie says, I'm supposed to be nervous. An 11-year-old is cutting my hair. <laughs> so no way that this would have looked good. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Hey, she could have been a rising star. I highly doubt it. Not with those scissors. <clears throat> and not with the measurement of, let me... Get a grab a piece of a hunk of hair and like go, hmm, that looks right. Chop. <laughs> she measured her own hair first. I when know. she was going to do the bang, she grabbed it down and measured on her face where it would be. The way her hair is layered, there's no way those big scissors would have made it look good. Okay. I told you I cannot suspend my disbelief completely. <laughs> you win this round. <laughs> you got to get the nice feathering ones. To uh-huh. like, yeah. You know. No. Yeah, I know. I've cut hair before. Uh huh. It's just those scissors would not have worked. They look pretty sharp. Sometimes I prefer that enough. scissor over some of these newer ones because those scissors they will cut a rock. I mean, in those half. scissors are great, and I use them for fabric, but they're just not delicate for some of the more like the layers that she had going on. Yeah. I'm just that's what I'm saying. Well, maybe they cut the montage short, and you didn't see her pull out everything else. You know, with her thinning shears and her. <laughs> All the other, all the other accessories she had, because she was a, a budding hairstylist. Of course. 
So the other thing is that Hallie has pierced ears. Yep. And Annie doesn't. Now that there's my disbelief. This happened. Trust me. But well, yeah, it probably happened on screen because there was already a hole there. No, no, but... no, no, no. I mean. Oh, gir- girls piercing. I mean, girls this is e- how girls pierced ears in grade school and high school. Yeah, but my problem with this particular scene is that needle. The sewing needle. It's not a sewing needle. Yeah, it was. It's more like a crochet needle or or a mm-hmm. uh, knitting needle. It, it had was a, a. It's a hand sewing needle. It that's had what a I dull end. It was one of those huge ones with a blunt end. Oh, was it? It looked yeah. like I only saw the end of it, like the the one with the hook at the end. It would hurt. Yes, but I'm just saying, like after this movie came out, you have no idea how many girls and sleepovers where with we were all like, "Let's do this. This is a great idea." I did not do it. Good I job. chose to wait and go to Claire's. <laughs> I went. What is that? I went to a tattoo parlor to have my ears pierced, uh-huh. and. uh let me tell you, those needles they have these days, it's like, I don't know, a hot book knife going through butter. I barely even felt it. Yeah. Yeah, I think at Claire's it was like a stapler. <laughs> yeah, they used the gun. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at the, when I got my belly button pierced, it was like... A legit, super sharp That was the needle. noise it made. <laughs> it went... A weird slurp noise. <laughs> um. Oh no, I've sprung a leak. <laughs> But yeah, that one didn't really hurt at all. So, and actually, when I got my nose pierced, which I still have, because I don't, I took my belly button one out uh, several years ago. Um, that one didn't. That one was a big needle too. Mm-hmm. And I think Allie took a picture of me, and I had a big old needle going through my face. It looked fun. It looked punk. Yeah, it looked hardcore, man. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they pierce her ears, and they make a plan, which one, uh, Aunt Hallie's gonna figure out how mom and dad met. And right. Annie's going to figure out how they broke up. Right. Seems like a good plan. Yes. Martin picks Hallie up from the airport and then is the ultimate test. Yes. The handshake. And she nails it. She did. She got so excited about it, too. Yeah. She was She's like, like, oh, yeah. She, like, psyched herself up and she took a deep breath and then was like, yeah, let's do it. Also, like, Martin kind of disappeared. I don't know where he went. <laughs> did you notice that? When he that? dropped her off. Yeah, he just kind of, she was just there, and then he just disappeared into the ether. I think he accompanied her on her flight there, and then probably went back to London. No, 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 no. I mean, after he picked her up from the airport, he just kind of vanished after they did the handshake thing. Oh. Uh, no, like, he was in the car. Yeah, but then she just, like, takes her bags in and, like, walks around, and he's just not there anymore. I don't know. It was just She weird. took one bag in. I saw him get out of the back of the car. He was probably okay. getting the rest of her luggage out of the gotcha. trunk. Okay. I just thought it was like, where'd you go, Martin? Um, it was easy to hide when they weren't focusing the camera on him. Probably Just true. saying. <laughs> um, she finds her grandfather in his study, and he's obviously the best character again. Mm-hmm. Because he's a cute grandpa. No grandma this time. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's a good difference. Yeah. Not a good one. I'm just saying it is a difference. It is a difference. She reunites with her mother, Natasha Richardson. In slow-mo, and it's very magical and emotional. Yep. And her mom takes her to the studio where she works, and she's a wedding dress designer. A very famous one. A very famous one. Elizabeth James, which is a fun real fact. Elizabeth and James is a fashion brand. Just, oh, nice. Just random. Cool. Um, and they do the Beatles crosswalk thing, as you do in London, I guess. Yeah, with a very brief snapshot. Yeah. Stoppage there. Yeah. Don't <laughs> 
she helps her mom out with this wedding photo shoot and then like she's in the photos and they're taking all these funny photos and i just mm-hmm. like i reached a, a threshold of like this is too wholesome for me i needed to stop right <laughs> i was like please end the scene it's too much <laughs> anyway <laughs> it just overwhelms me with like wholesomeness i'm sorry i was like oh god while they're walking uh, around Annie asks, do all these weddings make you think about the F word? <laughs> and her mom's like, what? <laughs> and she says, father. Yep. Oh, that F word. Yeah. Probably not the first F word that came into everybody's mind. No. It's like, that's pretty scandalous for a Disney movie. Well, uh, it, was, it was father. Father. Dad picks up Annie from the airport. And it's also a nice little reunion. Mm-hmm. She's just like Sharon was. She's very excited that her dad noticed she was chewing her nails. Right. She said we a lot. Yes. She kept saying we. We, we, we. We, we, we. Not because she's French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she is from Great Britain, so yeah. there's a chance maybe she, she does know saying, French because yes, remember yes. she does the rant later. She does. We, we. That's what she should have covered. She should have just said, I was saying yes. <laughs> uh. So, okay. So they get home. Sammy the dog doesn't know who she is. Dad keeps saying he wants her to meet someone. Mm-hmm. All we see is this big black hat, which is kind of a funny, you know, she's a villain, so she's wearing a black hat. Right. Her, what would you call her? The, not housekeeper. I mean, her name is Chessie. Uh-huh. I mean, what is her role? Maybe the cook? Cook slash. Nanny nanny housekeeper she's like all roles yeah she fulfills all of the housekeeping roles maybe she's the um what's that french word all pair all pair yeah yeah maybe um but chessie is just as opinionated as the other one verbena yep she has a lot of opinions about her dad's new uh lady side piece yes she does not say (laughs) the fun catchphrase though which is my favorite part of verbena I'm not saying a word, not a yep. single word. No, she sort of says it's not my place, but... But here's all of the reasons why it's terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Annie finally goes to meet Meredith, the new girlfriend, uh, who is very extra. She's got like a flip phone and red lips and long nails. And she's just... She, they call her Cruella de Vil very often throughout this movie. And I feel like that's a very apt nickname because she kind of has a Cruella DeVille style going on, but she's 26. Minus the hairstyle. Yes. Annie is very sassy to her. And just like Sharon was, she goes swimming and splashes her with water and talks about all the other women in her dad's life and says she's number 29. (laughs) Yep. And how her horse has been, you know. The horse uh, has been ridden so many times. Yeah. (laughs) It's just her dad's thing. He takes them on the horse ride and then brings his famous or his favorite Bordeaux or whatever. For his private staff. His private reserve. His private yeah. reserve, yeah. Um, which, and, which he does a he second does later. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, see? <laughs> uh-huh. I did it. I told you the truth. Uh-huh. In a panic, Allie calls Hallie, right? Yeah, sorry. I forgot. My brain was like, did you read that correctly? Yep. <laughs> Annie calls Hallie to bring her mom out there as soon as you possible. You said Allie the first time, though, I think. Allie. That's, that's why yeah. I got confused. Annie calls Hallie. <laughs> I combined them into Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Annie. Okay. But Hallie wants more time with their mom. So she's like, she crinkles 
the a rapper. a rapper in her in this the phone. Yeah. And she also tells her to deal with it. Yeah. You deal with it, girlfriend. I've only had mom for a day. Yeah. Which fair. It, yeah. Uh they're meet they're at his office or something, or they're meeting Meredith somewhere. I don't remember. Anyway, they run into Meredith and she's with her assistant and she runs off with her assistant and tells him that he's she's gonna send Hallie off to boarding school as soon as they're married. And he says something like ice. He goes, oof, ice woman. Yeah. And she goes, proud of it, babe. Yeah, where were they? I don't remember where they were. Maybe they were at a new office building or something. They were at some place. I don't know. There it's was not construction going on, right? It's not significant to the plot. <laughs> so. It's not. It's weird, though. Yeah. I don't remember either. Because, you know, he works. He has a vineyard. Yeah. They happen does. to be in a very high traffic area for somebody that has a vineyard. Indeed. They get back to the house, and Chessie's become very suspicious of Hallie because she's not really eating anything. Right. The dog doesn't recognize her. Yes, finally a dog that makes more than one entrance in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So she's just like, she says something like, it's almost as if you were, and then she's like, no, that's crazy. And then finally, Hallie, Annie confesses that she's Annie and not actually Hallie. Right. And then Chessie is so happy and gets all emotional mm-hmm. and starts crying and hugging her. And her dad's like, what's wrong? What? <laughs> and she down. keeps the secret. Yeah, she keeps the secret. And then dad finally gets a hold of her after several runaway attempts. Uh-huh. From the snooze uh, about making, how would you feel about making Meredith part of the family? And similar to Sharon says, oh, I don't, I've always wanted a big sister. <laughs> Such a burn. I know, it's the best. It is very good. Annie has a freak out when he tells her, actually, I'm going to marry her. And this is when she starts cursing in French. Yep. <laughs> muttering yep. under her breath. And he's just like, whoa, 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 when did you learn French? <laughs> Must have been at camp. <laughs> of course, because, you know, that's what you learn at camp. French. Yes. Kissing. Um, Annie runs away, and Meredith rolls up blasting some fresh prints, I think? Yeah, I think it was. I but think really, it was fresh prints. No, no reaction to my kissing part? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said you <laughs> learned French at camp, and then I said kissing. Oh, sorry. You just let me... I was I too excited like, about my Fresh Prince. <laughs> I was hanging out in the wind here. It was like I had a high five hand up and you totally <laughs> ignored it. <laughs> yes, it, it did sound like Will Smith. Sometimes I'm reading ahead and my, I have too many things happening in my brain at once. Okay. And it's just... I will allow it. I'm very sorry. I will Hilarious allow it. Hilarious joke. Good job. <laughs> wow. Now it just doesn't feel like it was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Meredith rolls up blasting some Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Or Will Smith, whichever was happening in 1998, both maybe. Was that his name, the Fresh Prince? Of I think Bel-Air. he was just. I think he was just Will Smith. Just Will Smith. It sounded like the Fresh Prince theme song, which is why I was wondering. Okay. Which I think was maybe like a Disney show. I wouldn't know. I have no idea. I didn't watch it, but it sounded like the theme song. She gets, she starts smooching on the dad, and she opens up this little red box. And pulls out a little bell yep. to ring Chessie to her. And Chessie comes out and looks at her like, you rang? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, she says you rang, but she looks like, come the fuck on. <laughs> I just didn't complete this thought. Cool. Meredith goes to talk to Annie and they. Yes. <laughs> 
That's great. They talk about what she's gonna... They try to, like, make amends with each other, but it's more like threats. Right. Because, you know, Cruella DeVille. Mm -hmm. Back in merry old England, Hallie is drinking some wine, or she asks her mom if she can have a sip of her wine, (laughs) and uses her, you know, little winery skills to identify it. But as she's drinking it, Martin shows her a fax that says 911 with a, from a dog. <laughs> a yep. dog is saying 911. And she basically falls out of her chair <laughs> trying to look at it. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, no, just too much wine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to go get some air. So she runs off to go to a phone booth and calls Annie. And she tells her that dad's going to get married, getting married to that woman. And so make right. a new plan yep and then when she hangs up she leaves the phone booth and turns out grandpa followed her yep and he knew the whole time basically uh-huh because he's a grandpa and he knows things of course and then they walk through the park and she said it was a long story and he goes well it's a it's a big park oh <laughs> so nice i like the grandpa the grandpas are always the best mm-hmm. and was he... the priest's name the same name what well, when we get to it, I'll ask that question again. I have fun facts about that. What priest? Well, they were talking to the reverend on the phone. I could. I oh. was wondering if it was the same name later. She. Anyway, we're grandpa. So now okay. grandpa's in the know. And he wants her to tell her mom. Right. So the next morning, she jumps into bed with her mom and hides under the covers and tells her that she's actually Hallie. And they hug and cry, and Martin is crying the hardest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was adorable. Mom is freaking out about going to California to see Dad again. Mm-hmm. She's, like, walking around. She's a hot mess, curlers in her hair, sunglasses on, smoking a cigarette. Yep. Rambling on and on. About how he makes her ramble on and on. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's very cute. Um, she, Martin thankfully agrees to tag along. And he decks himself out in a leather jacket and aviators. Yep. It's very cute. He got all American. Uh-huh. And jeans, blue jeans. Blue jeans and a white t-shirt under it, I think. Yep. Basically like James Dean cosplay. There, there you go. Yep. <laughs> he James Deaned it up. Uh-huh. Their plan was to bring... Dad doesn't know that Annie is... Aunt, that Hallie is Annie. Right. So... And they don't know that they're going to their engagement party, basically. Right. So they all, so they're having an engagement party at a hotel and. And they've also led the mom to believe that he's aware that she's coming. Exactly. With the other child. Yes, indeed. Annie meets Meredith's parents and fun fact, the woman who plays her mother is Vicky from the first movie. Same character name and everything too, right? Yeah. She says, call me Aunt Vicky. There you go. Fun times. So the mom and Hallie arrive at the hotel and she is sloshed. Yep. She's so nervous about seeing her dad, not her dad, their dad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that um, she drank way too many of those tiny little boozes on the plane. Uh-huh. In fact, when, uh, what's the butler's name? Martin. When Martin goes to take her hand to help her out of the car. Out comes a foot. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, other oh, end dear. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. They keep missing each other in the lobby, mom and the dad. Mm-hmm. And then finally they see each other when he, when he has 
Meredith, he's like making out with or Meredith's like making out with his neck. Right. And he's hugging her in the elevator. And that's how he sees her over yep. his shoulder or over her shoulder. And as the door on the elevator shuts, he sort of goes sideways. To follow, yeah, to follow it until until uh, it closes. And she just kind of waves. Yep. <laughs> Um, she goes upstairs and then she sees both of the girls standing across from each other. And she says, don't do this to me. I'm already seeing double. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Podcast shout out. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> this movie gave us a pod. We'd like to thank uh, all the people involved in this movie for promoting our podcast. You didn't know you were doing it at the time, but thank you. I mean, you know, 10 years, yeah. no, 20 years ago. Yes. I, I think imagine. you also may have. Uh, you know, giving a shout out to another podcast of a similar name from a long time ago. No, we're the only one, Brad. Yes, we are. We're the only seeing double podcast um, there ever was. <laughs> In the hotel room, Mom is trying to recover from her binging, her nervous binging. And then this is when Chessie and Martin meet for the first time, and he's wearing a Speedo. <laughs> but they're just like so enchanted with each other. It's they just are. very, it's very, I appreciate it a lot i feel like this stuff. is the real love story of the movie it was chessy and martin <laughs> it is pretty good because after this i was like i don't care about the parents anymore i know how that's gonna end let yeah. me get in on I this. this i want this budding new relationship yeah one of i don't remember which one one of them is walking around the lobby and humming the the song the let's get together song yep. while she goes to the elevator nice little throwback uh-huh and dad is on the hunt for mom and then mom's at the bar trying to recover and then meredith happens to join her uh-huh. and she realizes that she's the famous wedding down da- wedding gown designer that she had called to try to get her to do her wedding dress but she was traveling and as luck would have it or sorry as as fate would have made it she was there so magical for meredith isn't it <laughs> also elizabeth james is kind of a common name so i don't know well she <laughs> She said guilty as charged. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah. Twice in this movie. Guilty as charged. Where's my... I lost my place. Okay, there it is. Finally, they're outside. Chessie and Martin are like sitting by the pool together because that's all I care about now. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You know. Because he had a Speedo on. He was ready to go swimming. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Back in that day, Speedos were sexy. Were they? (laughs) For some people. I guess for Chessie they were. (laughs) Get you some girl. He see the dad finally sees the mom across the pool, and as he tries to get to her, similar to all of the shenanigans at the house uh-huh. in the original one, where they're trying to find each other the first time, or kept seeing, keep seeing each other across the room. He, he falls into the pool, in the pool yep. <laughs> just like the original dad fell into the lake. <laughs> yep. And Martin snaps a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? Uh huh. And finally, the plan reveals itself that they switched. Yep. Uh, Meredith sees both of the girls at once and gasps, but she also figures out the plan that they had come to try and mess up the engagement by bringing the mom there and right. whatever. Um, the girls take, they similar to the first movie, they plan a date night for them. Right. And take them on a, a boat for a dinner. Boat. I was, I was like, what? What should I say? What should I call it? A boat? It's a boat. A cruise ship? It was probably a yacht. A yacht? Okay. If you wanted to be technical. 
<laughs> I do want to. That's your job. It's a yacht then. Okay. Um, they want to help them recreate their first date. The parents are getting closer, whatever. And Chessie and Martin are getting very close in the hallway. Because it was a thin hallway. It was, and they were bumping into each other. Who's going to ladle the soup and who's going to serve? See, that's all I care about in this movie. (laughs) Whatever, mom and dad, whatever. They kind of talk about their breakup and how it just got to a point where they were so young and she just one day had to pack up and leave. And then the reason they never got together is that he didn't come after her. Yep, it's true. He said, I didn't know you wanted me to. I know. At least this time there was no fighting. Boys, I swear. It's just she felt like she was too young and they moved too fast. She wanted to go back home. Mm-hmm. And he let her. Sad. It's very sad. The next day, they're ready to split the girls up again, but they've tricked them. Yep. And they don't know which one is which. Because they keep changing accents back and forth. Yep. And even though they're not wearing the exact same thing, they're wearing similar enough clothing that you would yeah. not be able to tell them apart. Yeah, I liked that in the original they were wearing the exact same outfit. Right. I mean, it was Um, the same outfit, except for their shirts were a little different colored. That's true. But I feel like that just makes it more complicated for the people who are editing this movie. Or at least more complicated for Lindsay, because she had to change in between scenes. Maybe it made it easier for them to figure out which character they were filming. Maybe. There's probably a rhyme for the reason. I'm sure. But anywho... So they decide to, or they proposition them to go on their annual camping trip together as a family. Meredith is not happy about this, so similar to the original, the mom swindles her into going instead. (laughs) Right. Because after all, you're going to have them for whatever time frame. They'll be, you'll have both of them for (laughs) part of the year. Yeah, they're going to be your kids too, or half your kids or whatever. But this time, she did not have to wear the dad's old clothing. Yeah, she, she had happened a fun, to have, hot yeah. sports bra and leggings. Yeah, she had her yoga attire with yeah, her. Yeah, she did. <laughs> They're hiking, and Meredith is having a very bad time. She has something kind of funny where she was like, I'm going to kill my personal trainer. <laughs> I'm not in shape at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do people do this for fun? Well, she also didn't know that they were sticking rocks in her bag. This is true. They are putting rocks in her purse, in her Prada bag. Mm-hmm. Making it heavier. She asked for her water, bo- water bottle and they put a lizard on it. Her Evian bottle? Her Evian, yes. <laughs> if we're going to get brand technical. Uh, her naive water bottle? <laughs> uh-huh. And then they put the lizard on her head and she screams. She screams a lot in this movie. Yep. In this part. And then the, the CGI lizard run down her nose and into her mouth. Did it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the well, mouth like- part. Oh, you have something on your head. Yeah, I remember she, it running down into her face, and, and she did a double, she did yep, like a cross-eyed yep. thing. And then it goes into her mouth, and then she's got Ew. that whole scene where she's like, before she spits it out. I must have been typing. They get to camp, or they make camp, and she's being eaten alive by mosquitoes, and it's because she's putting a sugar, sugar water, water mixture on her body. Mm-hmm. And she starts banging the sticks together to keep yep. away the mountain lions. <laughs> but there are no mountain lions. No. Yeah, they sort of skipped over all the setups in this one. Yeah, for that. they're just like, here's her being stupid. <laughs> but through the callback to the original. Uh huh. It's pretty good. And then to kind of get back. Also, at- other minor change. Yeah. No uh, assistant from the ranch. This is true. No so, ranch hand. Yep. 
to get back at the girls for their pranks, she hardcore smooches their dad in front of them mm-hmm. <laughs> before going to bed. Also, there's some like good 90s music playing yeah. during the scene. The, yeah, because they got radios. What's that song? The, Every time I look around, it's in my face. <laughs> How bizarre. How bizarre. Yes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> in the middle of the night, they pull Meredith's air mattress out and stick her on the lake because she, apparently she took so many sleeping pills that she did not wake up during that entire she thing. She was going to take a really huge sleeping pill and go to bed. Yes. She said that. She did. And they said, I hope that really huge sleeping pill did its job. Uh-huh. She wakes up and falls to in the lake, basically. A bird pecking at her. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks it's and she thinks it's him kissing her. Weird. Right. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's Some aggressive. boys kiss weird, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't peck girls, boy <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and then she falls in the lake. Yes. Instead of them coaxing her out by a standing on shoulder situation. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, so she's pissed off and gives him an ultimatum, an ultimatum, her or them. And he's like, them? <laughs> like, one second. Yep. There's no choice. She actually says, what? And then he goes, them. Yeah. <sighs> it's obvious, Meredith. Yeah. He's going to pick his kids. She Who wouldn't? Right. And how'd she get back? There was no ranch hand to take her back. She walked, maybe? You know, if she had her phone, she just probably called for a helicopter pickup or something. <laughs> probably. Get me out of here. So she's gone and no one's mad about it. Right. Later on, back at home, well, mom is surprised that they're home so early. Mm-hmm. And the girls are in trouble because they did a bunch of pranks. And right. Drove Meredith away, but no one's really that upset. <laughs> no, he actually says that he'll have to thank them later. Yeah. <laughs> Dad and mom get all snazzy and go into the wine cellar together and nerd out about wine. The private reserve cellar. Like he shows all of his ladies. Yeah. <laughs> he has every bottle ever made of the wine they drank at their wedding. Uh-huh. Which is kind of weird, but whatever. She does the trick for mom and she gets very emotional. And he says, you don't always have to be so brave, you know. Right. Aww. And then they almost smooch. Yep. But then Chessie comes home and she, the mom runs away. Yep. So this is, that's also a big difference. Yeah. From the original because they definitely made out this part and then it was over. Yep. <laughs> but instead, the respective kids say goodbye to their respective parents and then each other. Annie and mom go back to England. Mm-hmm. But when they get home, they find Hallie sitting at the desk. With the newspaper where grandpa sits. Yes. And then and we he- learn some facts about the Concord. <laughs> hey, new fact, Concord doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so, this movie gets dated by the funniest fact, the Concord. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the, you know, the cell phone. Yeah, and the 90s music. And Well, yeah, but the Concord. <laughs> you would never think that a, a jetliner would, would date right. a movie. That's true. And then the dad emerges, and he says... He finally came after her, and she doesn't yep. have to be brave, or, or no matter how brave she is. She tries to fight it a little bit, but then they smooch, and everything's happy. Yep. And then we end with a new QE2. Yep. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth too. Yes. Uh, is- Endeavor. Ex- whatever. Uh, wedding pic. Picture with everyone. 
Yep. And also during the credits, the best part is that Martin proposes to Jesse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I care about. I was waiting for that to be coming up here. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I made sure to look, to look at that. And that's the movie. It is. So. You want to hear all my fun facts? I want to hear some fun facts. All right. Well, I think I said this earlier. This is Lindsay Lohan's first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, for her split screen scenes, she wore an earpiece, which would play back the dialogue of her twin. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Makes it easier to act against yourself. Indeed. The lost boy who shows up at the girls' camp is actually played by Lindsay's real-life brother, Michael Lohan. Oh, cool. Lindsay's siblings regularly appear as extras in her movies. Oh, I did not know that. I like the fact that he told all the girls at the end of camp he'd be back next year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. Uh, Instead of it not, you know, being a skunk that couldn't come home. Instead of not the boy coming back to the girls' camp. Oh, I love the skunk part. Poor baby. Oh, poor baby. (laughs) They don't know. (laughs) Uh, when Lindsay was 11, she pretended to be sick so she could skip school and go to her first movie audition, which was for this movie. Oh, nice. So I guess that paid off. Yep. Some other people who auditioned for this movie were Mara Wilson, who played Matilda. Okay. But she was passed over because she wasn't old enough to play the parts. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlett Johansson also tried out for it. Interesting. I'm glad that she didn't <laughs> get it because now she's in a bunch of other things that are way better. <laughs> was a long time ago stephanie i know but she was in ghost world like right around this time so okay which is a far better movie at least i think so it's not a remake i'm just looking up when ghost world came out oh never mind oh yeah 2001 so just two years later or it was probably filmed like two years later right anyway michelle trachtenberg also was considered for this movie and coincidentally her birthday falls on october 11th which is the same birthday as hallie and annie Oh my goodness. Just random. That is pretty random. <laughs> the twins in this version are named after the daughters of the director, Nancy Myers, and producer Charles Shire, whose daughters' names are Annie Myers Shire, Shire, S H Y E R, and Hallie Myers Shire. <laughs> I'm just going to say it a different way every time. Go for I'm it. done saying it. Right. Both of whom have small parts in the movie. Hallie plays a girl at camp at the beginning who asks where the Navajo bunk is, and Annie plays the towel girl at the hotel who brings Elizabeth the first aid kit. Okay. The reaction of Dennis Quaid's character, who plays the dad, mm-hmm. to seeing Elizabeth, Natasha Richardson's character, for the first time is identical to James Garner's character's reaction in the movie Move Over Darling upon seeing his missing wife after five years. In both films, the man is, in, is on an elevator with his current partner and leans over in disbelief as the door closes. Nice. James Garner, in that movie, actually copied it from Cary Grant, who did the same thing in the movie My Favorite Wife. Wow. So it's just a re-reused thing. Yeah. So thank you, Cary Grant, for coming up with that. Good job, Cary Grant. Oh, uh, let's see. The scene where Annie and Hallie are lying in bed and the camera pans from the moon to the parents' picture, to the twins, uh-huh. took six hours to get right because Lindsay Lohan had to change from Annie to Hallie and back each time, or all the time, I don't know. You, you know those camp shots with them, with the beds pushed together? Yeah. There was overlap of covers that happened all at the same mm-hmm. time, so I'm, I'd be kind of curious how they managed to have that happen. Yeah. Because that's like in real time mm-hmm. stuff going on there. 
That's true. So that's weird. Yeah, I wonder how they did it. Maybe they had a person in the other bed for part of it, and then they sort of just superimposed her in. Mm, Maybe. The name of the hotel, the Stafford, is a reference to the name of a boy in the original Parent Trap. He's the boy that Susan is talking to at the camp. Oh, okay. Yep. (laughs) Right. When her dress was cut. Right. When she doesn't realize there's a bigger breeze. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And her bloomers are out. And then as we discussed briefly earlier, Meredith is talking on the cell phone to a Reverend Mosby, which is the same one from... Same name? Cool. Yeah. I thought that name sounded familiar. Yeah, that's what I thought too when I was looking at it. Marva Culp Sr. and Jr. The camp counselors are named in tribute to Nancy Culp, who played the younger of the camp counselors in the original. Okay. An oddity for a Disney film, this one shows Elizabeth, a Disney mother, both smoking a cigarette and getting deliberately drunk. <laughs> True facts. Jeez. <laughs> Disney. Get it together, Disney. <laughs> Come on, they're so trying to scandalous. show real life. <laughs> I know, right? Um, from the opening of the film, this is my own personal fun fact. <laughs> okay. Uh, we find out that the parents were married on January 8th. That's my birthday. <laughs> Yay. I don't know why that matters, but. I, it's a connection. It's a connection to you? Yeah. This is the new thing. How many steps to Steph? Uh-huh. Okay. I just, well, so the thing, I read that fun fact, and I was like, January 8th, that's my birthday. It's and better then than I the got Kevin, excited. Better than the Kevin Bacon. Yeah. We're going to do the new. The, Obviously, because I'm way better than Kevin Bacon. The Steph. And I'm in, the world revolves around me, and me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, dear. double count, Brad? Two. That's true. Yep. Good only, job. Only two of them. Are you sure? Well, no. technically, there's one Lindsay Lohan, and then they <laughs> copied her. <laughs> <laughs> but there were no other twins that happened in this movie. That is true. So there's only two. There's two. I know. I'm just giving you shit. Because it's funny. <laughs> we didn't. Were we doing double count back then? Oh, we did. That was our first double count. Maybe. Wasn't it? No, I don't think so. That was a while ago. What was our first double count? Battlestar? Oh, no. The one before Battlestar? I don't remember now. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're doing it now. <laughs> so anyway. That's all I got can, for you. Yeah. It's a, it was a nice redo. Yeah. Which one do you like better? I think I like the first one better. I like the original way better. Yeah. There's just something classic about it. And I think there's also the nostalgia factor of the fact that I watched it so many times when I was really little. Right. Whereas like the Lindsay Lohan one came out and I was like, oh, this is so fun. But it just like. Wasn't Not as good as the original. The same. They don't have the musical numbers, yeah. which just really make it exactly. You know, and the same happened when Lizzie Lohan brought back Herbie. You know, the original Herbies were great movies, but Herbie Fully Loaded, it was kind of missing some of that magic. Hmm. I didn't see either of those, so I can't judge. There were many Herbie movies. I'm sure there were. And then one Herbie Fully Loaded. Ah, oh, gotcha. But anywho, that's just partially a rip on Lindsay Lohan, I guess. <laughs> Hey, Mean Girls is a great movie. Mean Girls is a great movie. And she stars in that. And she does star in that. And kudos to her for getting her life in order after (laughs) everything she was out of order with. Yep. Because I believe she's on the mend now, yes? I don't know. I don't follow the Lindsay Lohan news. Neither do I. Let's hope she's on a good path. Yes. Because she's a pretty girl. Yes. So you can... On that note. Yes, on on that that note. On that weird note. (laughs) (laughs) uh thank you for listening please rate and review us on itunes stitcher spotify 
wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you can tweet at us at, on Twitter at CDoublePod. Or you can email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com with your suggestions. Or if you'd like to share a doppelganger situation of your own, please do. We will be happy to say those things. Yeah, We will say it with our faces. We will, we will share your moment. With the world. And until next week. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.